the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Atlanta to the world, a view like no other, the Christian view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, with co-hosts Aisha Smith-Dancy, Sandra O'Neill, Dr. Lee Adams, Trudy Davies-Davis, Monica Matthews, Isaac Hernandez, and Caitlin Bryan. Empowering and inspiring, the Christian view. View. What a great audience we have. Thank you all for being here today, and thank you for watching at home. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot topics and weigh it against the Word of God, because God does have a view, right? That's right. Amen. Thank you all for being here today. I have a great panel of co-hosts. I have Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. Isaac, for being here. Aisha, and I have two new people today, Rick and Dan from yes. Faith Talk Atlanta. So thank you all for being here. They do a show, Faith Talk Live, mm-hmm. every day from... From 10 until 11. 10 until 11. On 590 AM. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so excited that y'all are here. Thank you. Thanks Thank for, having you. Us. for having us. And it's great that you're here because our topic today is a call to ministry. And as a counselor, I get the questions often. How do I know I'm called to ministry? Um, what do I do with this calling? When do I know this calling is up? Um, and where do I go from here? And so you both interview people all the time in ministry. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much who you minister. Pastors, yeah. people who have nonprofits. So... Dan, let's just jump right in. You, okay. um, what's the true meaning of ministry to you? Well, to me, I think uh, sometimes I think there can be kind of a misnomer around the word minister because we think of a lot of times minister being just one person who stands up and, and gives the message and, and is the one who does all the speaking. Right. But really, in reality, I think all of us as Christians are called to be ministers. Mm-hmm. If you look at, um, I, I like to look at the meaning of words. And if you look in the Hebrew and the Greek, the word for minister really means to help or to serve right. or to uh, attend to somebody. That's where we get the word deacon from, which, and, and deacons are called to, to come along and serve the people in the church uh, and, and to help meet their needs. And so really, I think all of us can be ministers right. just by, um, Walking by somebody and smiling at mm-hmm. them or, or yeah. t- you know, it can be telling them about Christ, but it can also be just loving on them and showing them the love of Christ. Right, right. Yeah. So what about vocational ministry? You're called to vocational ministry. So what type, what is, what is the definition to you, do you think, Isaac, of vocational ministry? Well, I guess I'm going to assume you mean more of, like he was talking about, is more of a, a preacher or, right. you know, a pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife may not be a vocational minister, but she has a very important ministry, and that is to take care of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's huge. That's a but, huge ministry. But, <clears throat> I, never, I never thought of, of, uh, of, of even what I do you know, in my career as a ministry, uh, but yet God had to take me through a time of, of actually being in ministry right. so that I would then gain that pastoral heart so that now what I do as a career, I look at it as a ministry. Right. Mm-hmm. A vocational I, ministry. Right. And I think we all, Trudy, you have an amazing ministry that you 
that you do. And, and I do call it a business ministry because the, um, the focus of it is to equip individuals to see the best version of themselves. Right. And therefore, when you see the best version of yourself, you take your eyes truly off yourself and reach out to others mm -hmm. more. So I feel like I equip individuals to really become all that God created them to be. So I definitely look at what I do as a ministry and encouraging and equipping individuals. Yeah, right, right. Sure. And mm -hmm. again, we know that ministries are both in the church and out of the mm -hmm. church. And like he said, in terms of showing, you know, your Christ characteristics right, in a right. sense, loving and on people, helping people and mm -hmm. always spreading the gospel, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, just in, in what we do, I, I think... You know, some might may not look at it as a ministry, but I oh, think we, yeah. we like to entertain people. We like to have fun. We like to find out about people. And I think sometimes just giving somebody the chance to laugh. Mm -hmm. yes. We like to have fun. We like yeah. to, yeah. you know, find the, the fun in things. Just giving them a chance to laugh, that really can be healing for people right. sometimes. I agree. I agree. But you'd be surprised how people receive that. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, it's so much bad news in the world. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And they listen to your show, and they laugh, and they feel like they, they're being healed through laughter. Right. It know? kind of puts the wall down when people yeah. come in. They're not sure what's going to happen. Like here, we didn't exactly know what was going to happen. Right. But when you start laughing <laughs> yeah. and conversation yeah. happens, you kind of put that, that guard down, mm -hmm. and you're just free to be who you really are. Right. And you all do that often because everyone can come in and share their stories mm -hmm. yeah. and what's happening, what God is doing through their ministries. Yeah. And we find out that there's ministers all over, not just, I mean, we talk to pastors, we mm -hmm. talk to worship leaders, but we also talk to actors, comedians, mm -hmm. people like that mm -hmm. who are believers and who are ministering just as much as any of those other people. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I know you all, I, I was on your show and talked about breast cancer mm -hmm. and it just turned out to be a really great uh, show and I've gotten a lot of feedback from that and that's definitely one way that I know you all give people people a lot of hope mm -hmm. through the um, people you have on your show. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. You know, you, you mentioned that you talk to actors, uh -huh. uh, producers, directors, I right. imagine. And, you know, that's actually a very important ministry because okay. what they're doing literally goes into people's homes. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to you're in church and people come to church to be ministered. But what they do actually is a very important ministry because they, they're penetrating the homes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's a ministry. Right. I think yeah. of movies as right. a ministry. I think mm -hmm. so, too. I think so, too. I think it's important for people to remember, you know, they may, they may think, you know, I'm not a minister. I'm, I'm not called a ministry. Well, we all are. Okay. And we all can minister to other people. And that's what Christ calls us to do. So Absolutely. let's not forget that right. and uh, and just relieve ourselves of that duty. We're, we're called to minister to other people. Right. We are called to be his hands and feet. And however yeah. that looks, because right, right. each of us have our own ministries, but yet we're so different. I mean, however, Aisha just started a, a Bible study online, yeah. Girlfriend's Bible study, Girlfriend's and Bible study. ministering awesome. to many women. And yeah. so I think we're all called to be a voice. Absolutely. I love yes. what Rick Warren says. He says, without a clear purpose, you have no foundation on which to base decisions, allocate your time, and use your resources. Mm -hmm. And hope gives us all a purpose. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what ministry is really right. all yes. about. Finding that purpose that God gave you. What's so um, amazing about ministry? You, there's so many people who need so many different things. Mm -hmm. yes. And they receive it through what we do, through right. whatever form of right. ministry we choose. Yes, that's so, a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Stay with us. We'll be right back here at the Christian View. View. Um, if you missed our first segment, I just wanted to reintroduce Rick and Dan from Faith Talk Live. They have a, a show once a, once a day, once a day for an hour where they interview people in ministry and nonprofit organizations. So check out what they're doing. It's amazing. Um, but Isaac, we talked a little bit about 
what ministry means. And then let's talk a little bit about how do you know you're called to ministry? Because ministry, if you're on the front lines, I want to say front lines are people who are out in front, like pastors, teachers, evangelists, radio, TV. It can be a battle zone. And so you want to make sure that you really hear from the Lord that this is where I want you because it can get, you know, I told someone um, recently, they said, how's it going with the Christian view? And I said, it's going great, but I didn't understand or I didn't realize the warfare that would take place oh, yeah. oh, when I stepped in this role. And so you were in ministry, church ministry for a mm-hmm. while. So let's just talk about how we're called and how someone will know they're called. Well, for me, it happened with this burning bush. <laughs> oh, that's and then, I heard, then I heard the voice, hi, Zig. I, I love that. I love that. Actually, it didn't. And to be honest with you, it, I see now that it happened back when I was 11 years old really? and I set foot in a little TV studio in LA mm-hmm. and I felt like this is what I want to do in life. Right. Now, I didn't realize then that it was really a ministry call. I just thought it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the forward years and years later, and that's where I ended up, mm-hmm. is working as, as a director at Trinity Broadcasting Network, right. which is a ministry. Mm-hmm. Now, I did get pulled off a little bit of that road when I became a pastor at a large church. Well, actually, it was a church that I started with the, with the pastor uh, in his home, and we grew to be a huge megachurch. Never understood why I did that because I thought I'm a television right. guy. You know, this is what I do is my career. But in becoming a pastor as a worship leader, that's when I realized that there was something that I needed to transform my thought of what I was doing in a career right. as a ministry. Mm-hmm. And that was to pick up the heart of a pastor because everything I do now in the film industry mm-hmm. gets filtered through a pastor's heart. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So did Very I hear point. the voice of God like that? No. Right. But as I, as I progressed, I began to see God just opening the right doors mm-hmm. and then realizing this is ministry for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And some doors seem a little bit scary to go through. What about you, Rick? When did you, how did it happen for you? You didn't have, did you have a burning bush like I did? <laughs> Actually, I did. Did you? Uh, okay. But two burning bushes. This is amazing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got to one up and. Uh, oh, wow. No, I, I, think, <laughs> I think for me it started that uh, I just knew it in my heart, but I served anyway before I had a position. Right. So I just began to serve, and I felt like that. Uh, you know, other folks were saying, other leaders were saying, hey, you know, you pastor a lot of people. Uh, we think that you're a pastor. Right. And at first you go, oh, well, I'm not a and pastor. And you are, you are an ordained pastor now. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it comes out of you really, uh, I think, is, you know, like evangelists, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. They're going to evangelize, right. right? So if we're talking about the folks behind the pulpits or whatever, uh, just whatever's on the inside is going to come out. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of just kind of test it and say, oh, yeah, yeah, they're more apt to pastor people, draw people, take mm-hmm. care of people. And, uh, I mean, we're all called to serve. Right. And we're all called to pastor mm-hmm. people uh, in a sense. But I, I think that uh, that it will uh, manifest. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that your passion that God gives you is connected to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's mm-hmm. how you find what it is mm-hmm. that you are to do. But I also love the verse that says, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, right. do it all for the glory of God. And yeah. I think in one nutshell, that's what we're all saying yes. here is that every day we have an opportunity to be a minister, which as Dan was saying, it just basically means to attend to the needs of others. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think also um, when, you, when you're when you trying to decide, are you called to ministry or, or what form of ministry, mm-hmm. it really you look back at your life and you can see all the pieces adding up and then you hear that inner voice, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. That doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't go away. Pushing you mm-hmm. towards something that you may mm-hmm. not want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, you just know when you look back, I mean, some of us, our life, it's our lives itself. 
itself shows us exactly what we were here and what we were created to do. So I think, like you said, our passion, just looking mm-hmm. at what did God, you know, um, you know, what's our purpose? Right, right. And, and knowing that is what you're created for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you think it's always going to be out of our comfort zone? Oh, God. Uh, it seems <laughs> to be. Seems <laughs> to be. Yeah. Because yeah. then we yeah. wouldn't need God right. yeah. if it was so right. easy yeah. for yeah. us to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And to your point about the warfare, I know Jesus said, count the cost. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you decide to do, yes. you want to count the cost. And I think that a lot of people are called to ministry and then they get discouraged because they think it was going to be easy. Right. Mm-hmm. But like John Maxwell says, everything you want is uphill. Yes. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And we have to, tra- we have to train accordingly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. for sure. For sure. And I'm glad you said, by the way, that it's something that's more difficult for us. Cause I've always felt like God picked me to do this not because I had any special talent for it, right. but because I'm too dumb to have a better plan. <laughs> right, right, right. And you're, you're going to obey, yeah. sometimes yeah. kicking and screaming on this some days, but you're one. going to obey. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. those who are called to ministry, too, they, for myself, I've always had like a deep understanding of God, like mm-hmm. at a very young age. And, you yeah. know, people say, oh, you got, you know, old wisdom, wisdom or something like that. But you have this deeper, close relationship with God and people can see that around you and they're drawn to you because they know there's something special about you. And it may be in a particular area. Mm-hmm. For me, it's business and, and things like that. But, you know, people are drawn to you, but you know, this is not about me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, this is about God. Yeah, right. That's true. And I think right. we need to be open to the fact that God might change. He might have originally called, like me, he originally called me to to radio. Mm-hmm. And and I thought I was going to be a big time radio DJ and all <laughs> and popular. You are. And you are. Brian Seacrest yeah. type thing. Um, but, Who's that? But lately, yeah, exactly. <laughs> lately, I've been uh, feeling more of a calling. He's really kind of pushing me to be more... Uh, I guess, ministerial, pastoral uh, counseling people. And I I just have a heart. I just love it. Absolutely love it. And so sometimes I think God can, you know, he has a season for us and then there might be a change and we need to be open. Right. I think so. One thing I do love about your, y'all's show is that you can pull things out of people. Mm -hmm. Like you can help them kind of understand their story Mm -hmm. and what's going on. You know, you're really good at that. We've always loved the story behind the story. Mm -hmm. I mean, the story's great. It's like with Trudy. She's got an amazing Mm -hmm. story. But when you start digging and find out, okay, what were your dreams growing up when you were in high school? Right. What did you, you know, lean toward? So it's yeah. the story inside. The right. Story. Being able to pull that out is a huge, I think, Good. a huge ministry and blessing. Thank you. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more at The Christian View. discussion on today on just the call of ministry. And we've talked a little bit about how do you know you're called. So now I want to talk about, Rick, how do we just, how do we do it? How do we jump in? We know we're called. We have that, that yearning, that desire that won't go away. So how do we, where do we start? Well, I think, first of all, we need to be connected with somebody, somebody maybe that's already doing it, a church, church pastor mm-hmm. and leaders. I think that if you start out on your own, uh, you have no one to help you. Right. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Paul, uh, Timothy had Paul. Mm-hmm. So you have someone just to kind of take you, uh, you know, uh, just show you the ropes. Uh, and I think you just start serving people. Mm-hmm. You start uh, just listening to the Spirit of God. Re- of course, read the Bible and listen to the, the folks that have gone before you, basically, and what they're doing. And right. I think it, it will define uh, your calling. And then I think uh, with me when I first started, I, I led a church for 13 years and I tried so many years to be somebody else mm-hmm. because I saw that they were successful. Right. Mm-hmm. And we had fruit, people were getting born again and the church was growing, but I was unhappy with my presentation. 
because I was me. Right. Mm -hmm. And then one day I just realized, wait a minute, you're the best you really you can be. Stop trying to be these major, oh, I love that. you know, mega oh, church pastors. Right. Just be yourself. Right. And as soon as I did that, I started to relax. My messages had just poured out of my out of my soul, out of my heart. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. Just, you know, just follow those those things. And you know what? I mean, if God wants it to happen, it will happen. It will happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's very powerful. I think that's a mistake we make sometimes is just be you. Mm -hmm. We're so busy trying to be everybody else because we're afraid to just be us. But God made each of us individually unique and amazing in his image. And so I think if we can get past trying to be a people pleaser yeah. and be a God a God seeker, then I think we would all be able to launch into that ministry. There's a beautiful scripture in Second Corinthians that Paul talks about that we are earthling, earthling, earthling vessels, mm -hmm. jars of clay with, uh, with the, the treasure on the inside. Right. It basically says, hey, we're all clay, mm -hmm. but what, what's in us that's making a difference really is Christ, really is the Spirit of God, God right. in us. And we just relax mm -hmm. and just be ourselves. He'll basically do all the work. Right. Right. And, and I think it's important to uh, do some research and take like spiritual yes. gifts mm -hmm. tests because mm -hmm. then you know if you're really suited mm -hmm. for what it is you, you feel called to do. And um, and even like spiritual temperament, yes. you know, in your love mm -hmm. languages, there's so many ways we can research and find out about ourselves mm -hmm. so that we are more confident in that calling. We're yes. Like, yes, that is my gift. Yes, that is the way I'm ministering love to other people. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Exactly, because I could never do what Trudy does, and I could <laughs> never do what Isaac does, and I could never do what any of you can do. And so if I try to do that, it's like putting a what is it? So what do they say? Putting a, a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. It, and just, it, and it, it just doesn't like, work. Point, it keeps you from the comparison track right. mm -hmm. where you compare, oh, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm right. not like that, but mm -hmm. you're not like that because the creator didn't make you right. that way. And then we get frustrated, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, because we're trying to be something that we're not. Yeah. Right. But you so. do this real well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> Thank See, you. See, I learned what I don't do well very quickly because <laughs> that those years that I said I became <laughs> right. a pastor, yeah. my senior pastor tried to get me to preach. And I got to tell you, yeah. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> I'm bad at preaching. However, I'm very good. You know, where I really excel is I'm very good at encouraging people, yes. right? mm -hmm. at uh, protecting them. Yes. And those are two things yeah. that are very important as a, as a pastor. That's yeah. the pastor's hard part. Right. Of it, you know, is I want to protect you. I mm -hmm. want to encourage you. So I'm good at that one. You are. You are. Yeah. You are bad great at, at that. And you know, you it's great okay not to be good at. That. Yes, yeah. it is. It really is. It is. Yeah. And realize that, that there's freedom in that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be comfortable, or you know. Um, a lot of times we feel not enough. Mm -hmm. like we, and I think that's mm -hmm. where we start feeling fear or failure is because we're trying to do something that we weren't called to do. Right. And now we don't feel good enough to mm -hmm. do anything, mm -hmm. you know. But I, again, I think about Proverbs uh, 3 and 6 that says, he yeah. shall direct your path. Yes. So if you can just stay on your path, I don't want to do what Trudy was created to do. And I don't want to do what Isaac was created to do. And definitely not what Rick was created. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to stay on the path right. that God created mm -hmm. me yeah. to do. Right. But you know, the enemy is going to be there whispering yes. in your ear saying, right. look at all the yes. accolades that they get because yeah. they can do all these things. Mm -hmm. Don't you want that too? Yeah. Look at all the likes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Look at all the likes. Oh, they have more likes than, media. oh, I know, social media is a whole new, like, yeah. they got more likes than me in, in two minutes. Gosh, they put on, there's a two minutes and they got all these likes and yeah. I only got one. So, no, I think it's, I think it's, be true to yourself and be true to, and to be true to God first and foremost. But Dan, I want to go back to something you had said, and it's kind of, you're, you're being shifted. So mm -hmm. we start out in ministry and we're, we're gung-ho and we love all we're doing, but then
then the Lord starts to shift us, mm-hmm. and we have to be obedient. And sometimes that's hard. To- yeah. Well, that's when He's calling us into the uh, our uncomfort zone. Right. We like to be in our comfort zones. Yeah. And we're like, okay, I know how every day is going to go, and right. this is, I'm okay, I'm comfortable. Yeah. But But when He calls us into our uncomfortable area, mm-hmm. we have to rely on him more. And we don't like that because our flesh wants to wants us to rely on ourselves. Right. Uh, and when we have to rely on him, uh, but he has something great for us, mm-hmm. obviously. He, he is the creator. He knows what's best. And if he's drawing us into that, we need to be obedient and take out the, the, the voices that we're hearing right. from the enemy mm-hmm. and follow him into mm-hmm. what he's calling right. us to. Right. And you have to realize that actually every time you see a sort of a change in direction, it's not a change in plan. Mm-hmm. If you really look back right. to way at the very beginning, you'll realize that it was just all just a, a route that you yes. had to take. So it's right. not a change of plan. Just a change of direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is good. I like that. Because sometimes you have to grow into yeah. the next position. Yes. Spiritual so growth. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk just a minute about the, the voices in our head. I know that sounds funny, but the voices in our head. <laughs> that, so that, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> You're definitely not the only one. How do we shut them up? How do we stop them? You know, how do we walk someone through, okay, God is calling me to do this, but this is how I feel, and this is what I'm the negative thoughts that I'm hearing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think the first place we need to go to to the Bible, to right. the Word, to, mm-hmm. to say, okay, well, what uh, people in the Bible had the same issues. Yeah. And so we go there and say, okay, I'm um, having all these voices, but, you know, the specific scripture will calm you down. Mm-hmm. You may have to just take it in once a day. You know, I've had to do that over the years. Just, right. you know, your mind is a, a crazy thing. It's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. And so, but you have yeah. to take the Word and you have to just, that's the anchor of your right. soul, basically. Right. And so from then on, you know, just walk it out. And, and, not, and don't be afraid to ask leaders questions. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Scripture also good. says, my sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to know that voice. Right. right. That's good. Yeah, and if what you're hearing doesn't match up with what's in Scripture, that's when you say, mm-mm, right. that's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and, good. and to remember, I mean, failure isn't a permanent condition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Sometimes you step out, it didn't work out, but right. it doesn't define you. Right. Yeah. And to, Thank goodness. Yes. My 2020 phrase is, and it sounds harsh, but it was really working for me. It's emotional indifference, where you just don't ride the roller coaster. Yes. You stay the course and you don't get all worked up. That's Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more here at The Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on the call of ministry. And I want to thank Rick and Dan from Fate Talk Live for being here today. Um, and check them out. They're on every day on Fate Talk Live. Faith, I said it. Faith Talk Live. Check, them, whatever check, you want. check yeah. them out. They're doing amazing things. Remember that God loves you. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.